Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Attention, please. There's a new movie out now on Netflix. This is a movie that came out in 2021. It is an independent movie from India. I've been on an India kick. I've been watching a lot of films from India and this one was a new one that came up on Netflix, which is a great resource for Indian film. And it sounded interesting. And it's also an independent film, which I don't think I've really delved into too many independent films from India. Uh, so it had a lot of things going for it. I was excited to watch it. And it was uh, a good watch. I enjoyed it. It definitely has that independent type of feel. Uh, unlike most big budget films that like to spoon feed you everything, this is a movie that has a lot of themes, has a lot of things that happen that are somewhat ambiguous, has a slightly ambiguous ending in some ways. It has an ending that could be confusing. Uh, maybe people could take the ending in different ways. So it's definitely a movie that can spark conversation, not only with the themes, but also uh, just with the narration of the film itself, which this film is uh, very narration heavy, I would say. Uh, the basic premise of this movie is five roommates uh, living in a, they're renting a house. The movie takes place in that single location within the house. A lot of long shots shot through the kitchen window. Uh, a lot of long shots of them having conversations in the living room. A lot of uh, shots up on the roof of the house. Uh, so one location, uh, very dialogue heavy. It's basically the main character of this film, uh, Hari, who's played by Vishnu Govindan, is a screenwriter. They're all aspiring film... Uh, people. They all want to get into the film industry. They moved in there to that area for the specific, specific purpose of getting into the film industry. And out of all of them, Hari is the only one still trying to pursue that dream where the rest of his roommates have slowly found other things to do just to survive. Uh, and thankfully, Hari's cousin is one of the roommates who is basically affording Hari is able to live there because his cousin's paying for his expenses uh, while he's also still trying to uh, make it as a writer as a screenwriter and a lot of this movie is them having conversations if you are a movie nerd if you are a, a cinephile if you're somebody that loves movies which if you're listening or watching this review like, I can't imagine you not being somebody who's super into movies, but if you are, this is kind of the movie for you. All of the characters in this movie are huge fans of cinema. Uh, there's a lot of references to a lot of movies, most of which are Indian-specific, so there's directors and films and actors that they reference in this movie that I have zero idea of who they are. But there's other references that I did catch, obviously. I'm not a complete moron when it comes to cinema, and cinema is very vast, and the U.S. is a big aspect of that, so there were definitely references that I got. They referenced the movie Crash uh, that won the Oscar, not the other movie, uh, which Hari 
actually asked to kind of clarify which one they were talking about. Uh, they referenced James Cameron, Christopher Nolan, uh, the Japanese film Battle Royale. Uh, one of the characters has a psycho ringtone, uh, which shows up at a very comedic moment. It's actually a very stressful moment, but that ringtone really was a great like comedic relief in that in that time when the guy's phone goes off and it's it seems like the at first that they're use it that the film is using the psycho sound effect for the film itself when in essence we find out that it's the guy's spoilers i guess i will be some spoilers i'm not gonna overall spoil this i'm gonna try not to or at least leave the major spoilers to the end uh, but the ringtone is one of the the references. There also there's a scene where characters are talking shit about Game of Thrones and how it ended and how people were upset with how it ended, which I thought was kind of funny. So there's definitely some humor in it. But overall, I would say this this movie is categorized as the thriller. I would agree. Uh, it definitely has horror elements, although the fact that the majority the the entire film actually is this guy Hari telling his friends stories, telling him stories of scripts that he had written in the past. Uh, so it's a lot of storytelling, a lot of people just sitting around talking, which is authentic. I mean, anybody that's like, you know, dudes really growing up in your 20s, 30s, you have a bunch of roommates, you're all trying to do this thing. You know, you hang out, you have some drinks, you eat some food, you tell stories, things like that. That is this movie. Uh, which I appreciated that. I appreciated the tone. I appreciated the kind of the the overall milieu of this movie. Uh, and it's under two hours long, which is nice. I think three hours, if this movie had been th over two hours or three hours, definitely would have been a lot to handle. Uh, I guess there could have been stuff cut out to make it shorter, considering it is just people sitting around talking the majority of the time. Uh, but I think there's enough stuff going on that it, it it keeps you invested and it's a great it's uh written and directed by uh jithin isaac thomas uh which is, this is his first film full-length film apparently he's also done uh he was part of an anthology film as well uh, but this is the first full length so interesting to see what he does next the lead actor vishnu uh govind han is great as well playing the screenwriter so I, I liked it. I, I, I did enjoy it. If it sounds like that's the type of movie, you're into that kind of movie. Uh, for me, I'm a slow reader. So I had my thumb on the pause button quite a bit to uh, keep up with the... And I would imagine, commonly, it seems like the, the language they speak in India, at least in this movie, is very fast. So I had problems keeping up. So there was a lot of pausing for me, right? It, it may be a two-hour runtime, but it probably took me four to watch the entire movie uh, just because I'm a slow reader. But that's me. Maybe other people. It's not a big deal. Either way, no, no, no fault on anybody, I guess, because I enjoyed it. And it's a movie. So it's like a lot of the discussions are about the film industry because they're all at one point aspiring people they're aspiring to work in the film industry uh, it's also got that thing where if you're a creative person and you have friends it's something that happens all the time 
is they always have like these theories and hypotheses of how to become popular, to become famous, you know, whether you're an artist, a podcaster, a writer, director, whatever it is, everybody that's not involved in that thing seems to have the surefire way to get popular, to get your work noticed, to get your work published or, or produced in this in this aspect. Like, they're telling Hari to, like, oh, you should just... They're always looking for people. Always looking for people on Facebook. Just hit one of them up on Facebook, and there you go. Bing, bang, boom, you're done. You're, you're a famous writer. Like, it's, it's, it's so disheartening when people try to act like you're not actively trying to make it work in your industry. Right? They're like, oh, it's just you're lazy. They just think you're lazy. You're not actually putting the work in. Meanwhile... They have no idea what it takes, uh, which is kind of infuriating, which is a big part of this movie is that Hari is like the target for a lot of the negativity that his roommates have. He's the person they talk shit about. He's the person they, they point to as being a failure. He's the only one not contributing. He's living off of his cousin, basically. He's the one that's like... Uh, you know, not given up on his dream and just gotten a job. You know, they're all trying to bring him down because he's the only one that hasn't get given up on his dream yet, uh, which is tough. It's bummer. He's like the one being picked on, which, you know, throughout most of this movie. And then there's a turn that happens about an hour into this movie. There's a turn that happens that's like shit gets real. Let's put it that way. And the tone changes. And it's great. It gets dark. I mean, you see, a lot of the stories Hari is talking about, telling his friends about, narrating to his friends, are all dark stories. They're all like horror movies, thriller stories that he's come up with. Like, just sad things that happen. Horrific things. Sometimes supernatural, sometimes based in reality. Uh, and a lot of this movie starts off it starts off at them in their apartment. It's well lit, very bright. You know, long conversations in the kitchen while one of them is making the food. Long conversations in the living room while they're talking about movies and things like that. And then they decide at one point to go upstairs onto the roof. Because it's nighttime, it's cool. You know, they just install the light up there so they can all, you know, have their drinks. They're all drinking alcohol eating snacks, doing things dudes do, talking about movies, shitting on Ari. But the tone starts to, sh to shift a bit once they get to the rooftop. And it, tonally it works more for the stories that Hari's telling too because the stories are, are dark. So having like the visual of the film go from very well lit and bright to dark and ominous kind of, but beautiful. Like the 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 camera work in this movie is very interesting as well. It has moments of like first person view, which is almost like reminiscent of the first Halloween movie. It has like really like interesting like just long takes. Like there's a long take just through the kitchen window while they're having conversations about making food, what they're going to do that night, just all kinds of different things. And it's just a long take, solid, straight, static shot through the, the kitchen window. Long, st static shots of them just sitting in the, the living room having conversations. 
And then when it gets upstairs and it's darker, definitely darker tone, darker feel, darker mood, it gets even more, like, interesting with the shots. Like, there's shots where things, like, it's just of a foot and everything in the background is blurry. There's shots where Hari is talking and the camera is just, you know, bisecting his face. And then you have, like, a completely open space on one side and then it bisects the other side of his face just like it has very interesting camera angles perspectives very interesting i i appreciated that as well so the movie you know you have sympathy for this guy hari i did right the, he's the butt of all the jokes he's the guy they shit on like they don't even respect the writing that he does like none of them are there pumping him up they're all there to tear him down and that's one of the many kind of themes that comes through towards the end of this movie when the tone shifts when the change happens about an hour in where it starts talking about a lot of different things it, you know it's part of it is how his cousin changed how when he was a kid his cousin used to which may be slight spoilers i'm not necessarily going to say what happens but I'm going to talk about themes. Things that it's talking about. Messaging of the movie. The, the underlying messaging of the movie. Let's take a little break from the show to promote. I have Inspired Disorder Plus. Would you feel good about donating $5 a month to an artist that you want to support. $5 a month is not much, less than a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks. A lot of people would probably say, yeah, Inspired Disorder Plus, people can go, and for $5 a month or $50 for the year, you get access to all of the old podcasts that I've ever done, like 10 different podcasts, hundreds of podcast episodes. You also get access to like special deals. So if you do want to collect my artwork, you get discounts on stuff. Watch this show binge the full week ad free for five dollars a month like you get benefits for the five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year so it's not like you're just donating five dollars there's something you get something for that would you feel good about donating five dollars a month to an artist that you want to support a lot of people would probably say yeah head on over to inspiredisorder.com plus and become an inspired disorder plus member today and now let's get back to the show and one of the things is about how his cousin used to be like his biggest fan. How he went to this one writer or he went to this one director. Somebody that wanted to see like out of high school, Hari was like he, he was his writing was well known. At one point when he was 20, uh, a director wanted to shoot one of his scripts, uh, but it ended up being shelved as things do. The, the money dried up. It didn't happen. So he's had like success early on, like small success early on. And early on, his cousin like backed him. Like there was one point this guy told Hari to like, you should start writing like this person. Like your writing is similar, but you should start writing like this person. And his cousin's like, why doesn't he just write his own words? Like if his writing is good, why shouldn't he just be authentic? Which that's the whole thing. Any kind of art, any kind of performance the goal is to find your voice you know whether you're you're whether it's music whether it's writing whether it's stand-up comedy whether it's painting 
finding your own style, finding your authentic voice. And that is something that his cousin early on was a champion of, of Hari finding his own voice, speaking in his authentic voice, writing scripts from his authentic voice. And then later, he changes. And he's doing the same thing that that other guy did, telling him to write like this person, write like that person. Because that's something a lot of people will fall victim to when they're trying to find shortcuts to success, which is usually something people do early on in their art career. Whether it's stand-up, music, whatever, you play the songs, you say the jokes, you write the things that other people wrote that inspired you to be a writer, a singer, comedian, whatever, right? You're impersonating those things early on because you haven't really found your voice yet. For me, I was a huge fan of Salvador Dali, did a lot of surrealism early on. And then I realized that I'm just trying to be him. And it's, it's hard to be yourself. It's hard to do the thing that's authentically you and growing that part of you into something that's able to do what you do at a high level. And it sucks for somebody who was once a champion of Hari to suddenly change and want him to do the other thing. So that's one of the themes. But also censorship. In general, you're writing movies, you know, they're only going to want certain movies with certain things. Obviously, the argument of art imitating life or life imitating art, you see that now in America. Conservatives blaming media, blaming video games, music, movies. It's a standard complaint argument for conservatives to blame what's going on in society, uh, put all that blame on art. Which is complete and utter bullshit. Which is from the viewpoint of Ari, Hari, I'm sorry, that it's bullshit. Because there's one kid who's obsessed with playing this game PUBG. Battle Royale, last pers person surviving wins. You you're killing people constantly. Movies have been around forever. Music has been around forever. And in America, they try to say that's why we have such bad gun violence in America. Meanwhile, every country has access to American art. And the reason why they don't have the same level of gun violence that we do is not because of the art, obviously. It is access to tools that make murder very easy. But that's also one of the themes. About... Not only how artists are blamed for society and how writing a dark story is somehow going to steer society in a certain direction versus that story being based on society. You know, art imitating life, not the other way around. Where definitely people can get ideas from art, but they're not, like, original. Like, that's the thing with art, and that's part of the downside with Hari and the reason why everybody wants to shit on him is they're always complaining, comparing his stories to another story, another movie that they've seen. They're constantly accusing him of ripping somebody off. But that's the thing. It's like, 
the idea of storytelling, the structure of storytelling is been done millions and millions of times. Everything is similar to everything. You know, all music, there's only a few different kinds of notes and you kind of string them all together in different combinations and it's kind of hard to really come up with something that hasn't been done yet. Everything's been done. So you can make that argument, but it's like a lazy argument about art. Blaming art. Blaming somebody or accusing somebody of stealing. Now, there definitely is theft. When things are exactly word for word, like as far as com comedy goes, when you have a, a comedian like Carlos Mencia who's doing verbatim jokes from like Bill Cosby and other comedians, like many, many comedians that he stole for doing word for word jokes, just changing the race of the person from black to Mexican. That's theft. But kind of having a similar energy, having a similar style, talking about similar subject matters. Like, how many things are there to experience in life that you can talk about? That's different. That's not theft. That's just experiencing life, you know? So I enjoy the fact that it touches on those themes. It also touches on something that I'm not familiar with. I kind of feel like I need to educate myself more in, and that is the caste system in India, which I believe could be wrong. If Leave me comments. Educate me in the comment section. I'm completely 100% open to being completely wrong at any moment. It happens. Surprisingly, I'm not right at every moment on every day. But I believe the caste system is levels, is almost like, in some ways, lower class, middle class, upper class. Like how the income dispar disparity, but I think it's more categorical in India. And how people look down on people that are lower caste, which Hari is. And there's a point where he's talking about how his name, because it is lower caste, is a slur to people. As I'm sure, like, I would compare, I guess, in America, being called, like, white trash, redneck, you know? Which isn't necessarily specific to white people. Ghetto. Kind of another term that's kind of... but. I would imagine, but then there's like names associated with this, family names that are associated with this, because it's, it's like the caste system is is singular to the type of person, the, the lineage of your family. And then there's people of higher castes where their name is like celebrated. It's like a badge of honor. And other names, it, it's used almost like an insult, a slur. And how hard it is to dig yourself out of, like, there's so many things working against you, right? You have a name that's not, you know, revered in society. You have all of these restrictions for the types of stories you can tell because people are worried that your stories are going to influence humanity. You have, you know, you have 
everybody around you trying to tear your tear you down nobody is really on your side until you become successful then all of those people if Hari becomes successful and his stories get picked up all of those roommates will be treating him 100% different it'll be complete 180 but it's effortless for them to shit on him oh we're paying for your stuff oh you're just a parasite but the moment he gets a big contract, the moment he starts getting momentum with his career, starts selling scripts, all of those friends are going to be like, hey, remember when you know I helped you? I helped you get there. Now look at you. That's because of me. But the artist has to overcome all of those things, surrounded by anchors in an ocean just trying to keep his head above water to keep creating. Hopefully somebody will notice. Somebody in a yacht will notice and throw him a life vest. And all the anchors will act like they were there supporting him the whole time. They were his motivation. So I appreciated that. I appreciated a lot of the aspects of this movie. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the many faces. That's right. I am also an artist. I do ink paintings on paper of abstract faces. A new face, a new painting gets released every single day over at InspiredDisorder.com. So head on over to my website to purchase original artwork directly from the artist. Also, there are prints available for select images head on over to inspireddisorder.com buy original art buy prints if that's your jam if you want eight by ten prints on high quality paper also if you're looking to wear some art there are shirts available with original artwork by myself select faces from the many faces are also available in t-shirt form you go to inspireddisorder.com you buy original artwork you buy prints you buy shirts you're supporting an artist directly. And if you're the type of person that likes to invest in NFTs, there are also NFTs available for select faces. Go to inspireddisorder.com now. And now let's get back to the show. And uh, I, I guess I, I don't really, the end, I guess the end of the movie, right? So spoilers, spoilers. If you haven't watched the movie, Go watch the movie. It's on Netflix. Attention, please. Two hours long. A lot of dial. Pretty basic movie. But good. An hour in, you may be going like, what is this? All just people telling stories. Yes. It's just a dude telling stories to his friends. Interesting stories. Like he's almost describing multiple episodes of an anthology series. Right? Could easily be. Like Twilight Zone. Uh, Black Mirror although not necessarily that style of story but come on and then it, there's a turn that happens spoilers right? there's a turn that happens where Hari is done with it and he stabs his cousin with a bottle, broken bottle I found interesting one, that they blur out the wound like, it's always, like, long shots. You don't get, like, a close-up on the stab wound or anything like that. But I did notice that they blur it out. 
which is interesting that one of the themes of this movie is about censorship and they're literally censoring i don't know if that's rating wise i don't know if that's a cultural thing for that movie industry i haven't i know they in some movies they will have warnings when there's animals that are clearly cg that are being abused they they will have on the bottom you know this is warning this is a cg animal beginning of indian films if there's any cigarette smoking or alcohol drinking there's health warnings at the beginning of all the uh, every movie i've seen from india so they definitely are very conscious about what's shown so maybe i haven't watched enough dark movies where violence happens where like actual stab wounds happen and stuff like that so maybe i don't know if that's the reason why but either way it's blurred out does not distracting in any way but noticeable but that's where the turn happens right because it's just people arguing it's, it's dudes arguing with each other and then you, you know he goes overboard and then it becomes like a hostage situation thing and then somebody else kind of comes in and then even more hostages hostages are there and you're like how is this thing gonna go where is this gonna go and that's where a lot of the major themes kind of get brought out, where Hari's talking about all these things. But the end of the movie, right, he gets a call on his phone from his mom, somebody else's phone, but he picks it up. And he's having a conversation with her, and he's, like, walking through all these palm fronds. And then it cuts to earlier in the movie where he was sitting at the table in the living room writing a script. And as, you know, the scene plays out, the aspect, the, the uh, you know, the black bars on the screen, the top left and right, it kind of closes in, kind of slowly closes in. And my viewpoint, how I interpret the ending of this, and then it's like the events of the, of the movie that we just watched are kind of playing out again in a way like a guy comes in there's a similar conversation that happens and my the way i interpret it interpret it is that he was writing a script about a night with his friends that goes bad and he's kind of in this script like we basically just watched the movie of the script that hari wrote one night or not one night but wrote and then just coincidentally, the events that he wrote in his script, because the look on his face when the same dialogue of before happens about this guy outside the bathroom window in the coconut tree, did he see your junk? I bet he would have passed out if he saw your junk. Well, you've never passed out, right? That same conversation happens again, and he has a look on his face like, like this is like deja vu, right? And I think that's because he he had just wrote it in his script. So I think it's like the movie we watched was a script that he wrote about this hypothetical night that happens where everything goes wrong. Of this, like, what he would like to do, getting his frustrations out on his roommates that I'm sure were constantly shit on him every night. And just, you know, this night was no real different than any other night where they're constantly shitting on him and his writing. But in the writing of it is where he gets to get revenge and stab his cousin and kill the other roommate, which we never see. He just never comes back. 
right? He he gets all of his frustrations out. He gets all of the the things that are weighing him down as a writer. He gets all of those things out in the script. And then as he's finishing writing the script, the words that he had written down start to come to life in and it's like, whoa, what the fuck? And that's how it ends. So interesting. Interesting end to it. That's how I, I, I interpret it. That it was this whole movie was his script. It's a whole like it's it it brings it around full full circle in a lot of ways. Which I think is an interesting end to it. It's like an end that forces you to recontextualize everything you watched. That like, oh, that was just all fiction. He didn't actually do all those things. Or is he? Like, you could almost just watch this movie on repeat and then, you know, I don't know. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought it was super interesting. I love independent movies. I love movies that force you to kind of think about them dig into them they don't spoon feed you in any way uh and it's a lot of the themes aren't really like on the nose like overtly telling you what the themes are like it's just through his frustrations you kind of see these things come out uh but i enjoyed it so if you're into that and uh, you know i spoiled some of it uh sorry if you kept watching but check it out it's on netflix attention please New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to 